Yeah, on the first clap, I just heard her hit the microphone. I was like... I know, I wasn't, because I heard everyone clap, and I was like, shit, I'm supposed to clap. Yeah, look at the time. Don't look at the I, well, I know, I was thinking about, I don't know what. <laughs> Welcome to Chess Talk, episode 193. Hello, I'm Cody. Brittany's here as well. Late. Late. You're <laughs> the reason we're starting late for once. I'd say in almost well. 200 episodes, that's pretty pretty decent. That's a pretty good track record. Yeah, I was early to lunch, so I'm not blaming myself. What'd you bring us? I have four vegan buffalo wings in the fridge if you want them. Oh. Well, I'll come get them right now. Yeah. It'll be a minute. They definitely won't get eaten before you get here. <laughs> probably <laughs> uh, rob's here remote and then joining us for a second time madeline yes you are madeline i know i don't know I was that was so on brand so there she is uh she was on the secret hitler episode i believe that was 160 and 161 was that long ago yes wow. it was in the summer yeah, it was. yeah. so 40 weeks ago yeah sounds about right so if you want the introduction to her go back to that you loser <laughs> we're here rob and i are playing chess we're going to talk about some star wars news which everyone is going to do and go over pet cemetery and i think that was it maybe some ban- maybe some banter in there no you know, we don't do that we never get off topic oh, that's right that's very off-brand for us so do you guys just want to get into it anything you guys want to talk about how your weeks have been or just Went clamming for the first time. Yeah. Clamming. I forgot about that last yeah, yeah. last week. I forgot to tell you guys. So, so that what was do you fun. do? How do you clam? You we were, them. yeah, we were ill-prepared uh, the Ye- first time. <laughs> so we had like garden shovels and buckets and gloves. And then you just end up smelling like a clam when you go home. But uh, we still got like, what, 50 clams? 60, yeah. 60 and actually a pretty good size one. And a muscle. So where Ooh. do you go? Just like on the shore? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. The you it's like clamming's year round here, and then um you can just you get the license and then um go to the shore and start digging, looking for those I guess the holes in the huh. sand. Yeah. Have you eaten any? Oh, we yeah. made a we made a chowder out of it. It's actually kind of fun. So you have to go when it's like a low tide. And you want to go when it's like a a negative low tide, so the water's even further out than normal. And that way you can get larger clams and larger quantities of clams pretty quickly. But the next time we go, we're gonna use a uh, clam gun. We're gonna make it out of out of. It's, it's, it's <laughs> sounds, the name so is so American. funny. <laughs> well, I was, I was gonna make a joke. We, you know, you gotta set up a blind and you know get uh, in camo so you can hunt the clams. And you gotta bring a clam gun. But basically, it's like a big PVC tube that's like sealed on one end with a hole, so you can push it into the ground, cover the hole, lift it out. That way, the clams can't get away when they like, kind of feel you're coming. Because there are some clams that can get through the sand. Pretty they quick. move, right? Uh, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. The, uh, the hard ones that move really fast, which is uh, the razor clams. And those ones, actually, you have to go really far close to the... Really far from us, really close to the actual ocean, where we can go just to the sound or anywhere else closer to us. But yeah, we made clam chowder. I think we're going to do maybe fried or pasta the next time with some clams. It's kind of cool. And actually, the ones we get are different than what you'd see in the grocery store mm-hmm. around us. So they're called uh, butter clams and purple varnish clams. Ooh. Fancy. And they're really cool. They taste different as well. Just Sounds fun. very fresh and organic of you guys mm-hmm. it is it is and you know you hunt for your food and you feel good about it pesto got to come too he yeah went to the bathroom in the water a few times yeah that was that like, was only mildly that? embarrassing I know. I'm like... <laughs> did he help with the hunting at all or did he mostly just like scare them away 
Uh, he he was more interested in the in the the seagulls and birds that were flying around us than the, than the clams. <laughs> the things uh, he couldn't we did catch. find some crabs though. He was interested in the crabs. Did you can you guys kill those and take those or no? They're too small. It's, we can. Yeah. It's you can with uh, our license, but you have to be on the ocean um, because we're in the sound. They're a different license type. It's cost more. Um, and so we did. That sounds it, confusing. Maybe next year. What about you guys? Oh God, no, we don't do anything. We Come went on. hiking yesterday. <laughs> yeah, we went hiking yesterday and <laughs> last week. That's a thing. We did something. People do that. Yeah, but I like it. We did that mm-hmm. last week and this week. My mom was in town last week, so we just kind of oh, hung yeah. out. That's the reason we saw Pet Cemetery and why we're going to be talking <laughs> about it. Brittany's very excited about Get it. it. I oh. bet she is. We're very excited too. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's really just been hiking. That's biggest thing we do we played more D on wednesday but i'd rather talk about that with tyler because i want his input on how he thinks the campaign is going that's true that's I mean, true well i guess uh, from what i remember hiking is like the best right now because it's not super hot yeah it was really nice it's pretty yeah. in the shade it's pretty chilly at mount charleston because that's where we've been the past two times and then oh. once you start actually like hiking you feel fine like yeah. i was in a tank top and shorts yeah. so oh tank top boy. i know the trail we did I don't think there was anyone else the entire time. Nope. And it's supposed to lead to creepy. like an abandoned lead mine. But oh, when we got to like no. the top of the mountain, what we thought was the trail had like a bunch of like debris blocking it. So and we decided snow. Yeah. So we're like, fuck that. But there was a cute little like stream brook mm-hmm. that we could like take pictures of. It was nice. Oh nice. That was, that was very cool. It's very yeah. quiet. Yeah, it was That's always unnerving just because last week when we went we went on it was called fletcher canyon trail i don't know if you guys ever did that one but Sounds there familiar. was a decent amount of people so it's like every five or ten minutes we'd walk by another duo but on this one it was just nobody yeah they the don't have any time. signs up for this trail, yeah so. <laughs> i'm sure this is where i get yeah, murdered that's what awesome. i was thinking i was like if we die here we didn't tell anyone we were hiking so I like that too. <laughs> we wouldn't be found for like days i'm sure if that well, i guess <laughs> if you died though it really wouldn't matter you're like because you're dead well yeah but if you get kidnapped matters for your family yeah, exactly like, no yeah. one's gonna know yeah what happened i was like we should tell people next time we go hiking just so that way it's out there that and it doesn't turn into 27 hours or whatever it's called yeah <laughs> yeah cut your arm off whatever Ugh. 127 hours oh yeah it's worse than just a day and a half <laughs> yeah. a day and a half <laughs> so a how's, a bit. how's everything going today <laughs> cut my arm off topic <laughs> Uh, yeah, so do you want to talk about all the Star Wars news? Yeah, I think because uh, Madeline's kind of bullish on, uh, or sorry, bearish on Star Wars in general. So I think she actually had a very positive outlook on it. So I think we should talk about that first. Okay. I mean, based on that, do you have a negative outlook on it? What are, are we talking about the game or are we talking about the movie first? Oh, shoot. Brittany didn't watch the Mandalorian thing. Uh, ah, that's fine. There's not much wait, to wait, really wait. say about that. So what is it? That's a live action TV show that they're doing called the mandalorian star wars i didn't know that yeah john favreau is like a writer for it uh pedro pascal is one of the main actors okay do you not remember who yeah, john Ty- favreau he's happy yes okay yes happy Hogan. isn't he chef in the movie chef yes, yes. okay yes. he's also foggy he really likes in cooking. the daredevil movie that didn't exist yeah it does no it's great what, what movie exactly it's great rob was gonna say taika waititi <laughs> is also gonna be a actor in the show oh yep. okay so I think he's going to direct one, too. Yeah. That's so cool. That, that's probably the biggest uh, of the three things. I think that's probably the most interesting of the three. Yeah. Bec- so afterwards, you should probably go watch yeah, that. Yeah, because Rob found it's a 
YouTube video of someone recording a YouTube video on their phone of a recording at the event. So it's like this weird inception level of leaked footage. <laughs> That's really funny. But you get to see it. And I mean, it doesn't really show much. It's Pretty mostly good. just John Favreau and some other people involved at the show just talking about it. And you see some shots. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Okay. But I mean, it's going to be on Disney Plus. So. They're really trying hard to get people Mothers. to buy into that because yeah. they know that the money is there for streaming because Netflix has been like a fat cat for the last mm-hmm. like what decade. Yeah. And... and I feel like they announced like a bunch of shows already. Yeah. Like those two Marvel shows I know for sure. Mm-hmm. The mm-hmm. Falcon and Winter Soldier. And WandaVision. WandaVision. <laughs> so stupid. Yeah, but that's, a, that's a good name. Oh. Wait, is it WandaVision or was it Wanda Loki? WandaVision. Yeah, because Loki also has a show. Really? Yeah, he's Jesus. getting his own show. I think that one's just called Loki. Oh. I think that's his own show. But yeah, Mandalorian seems interesting, but I'm going to wait for like an actual trailer to come out before I stake my claim on it. Mm-hmm. That's fair. So let's 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 do the game first. Okay. Did you, wait? You didn't watch that, did you, Britt? There was a trailer for it. Yes. Since <laughs> when? We talked about it yesterday. It came out with the yeah, other one. It came out like the same day. I didn't know that. You guys have fun with that. one. Okay. <laughs> okay. So. You're late. You didn't watch the trailer. I'm kidding. <laughs> you didn't tell me there was a trailer you know, yeah. for the game. Just they announced the game. Okay. Gotta set some expectations with our cast here. Yeah. No, it looks it looks interesting. I think uh, it give, given the bullshittery around Battlefront one and two and Battlefield five because that's also EA, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah, BF. Yeah. Well, I'm saying just the Star Wars yeah, properties. Yeah. Uh, I think this actually might be a successful thing, and I think there's a lot of skepticism around it, rightfully so, due to the EA being part of it. But it being a single player campaign focused game it's got a strong narrative for it i think there's a lot of potential here to make it a really powerful like new kotor uh like that kind of game not yeah KOTOR, was... but like that level of scope yeah i don't Im- it's not gonna play like kotor because they've already kind of described no. it um and there's like the new tweet from ea where it's like single player campaign only no multiplayer no microtransactions no loot boxes like nothing ever like so we'll see how true to their word they are with that, or if in a year from now it's like, oh, by the way, we have Battle Royale mode or some bullshit. I'm interested as well, especially because you played Titanfall 2, right? I played Apex Legends. Okay, because there's a campaign in Titanfall 2, <laughs> and that was it's probably one of my favorite shooters in a long time just because of the campaign, even though it's a short one. It's just it has such a variety of the levels, and it's just so fast, and you just start playing right away. And mm. to see what they do oh, in the right. Star Wars universe, I'm interested. But it could also go badly. They could not. They could have too many things that they want to do, and so everything just ends up mediocre. Yeah, that's, that's my kind of hesitance to it. But if it works out great, then cool. Because I really like the Star Wars Force Unleashed, which right. Oh, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, of. not Kotor. Yeah, because that's single player campaign, one story. You follow him and. It's probably going to follow a similar thing where you can change your lightsaber, you can learn different styles, you can get different force powers. That's true. I, I forgot. I remember looking it up in the car, um, I think yesterday or, or t- this morning when we were doing stuff, um, that Remedy is taking over, taking it over. So I think that's that's pretty... Uh, Remedy? Yeah, the guys who did Titanfall. Like, Respawn. That's the, the team. Respawn, sorry. Respawn. Or something. Remedy. Fucking <laughs> Yeah, Respawn Entertainment. So They're think, the ones like developing it while EA is the publisher. 
Yeah, yeah. So I, th I think that's a good design. I think I think Madeline actually will be up her alley because I think if it's anything like Bioshock one and two, maybe not quite as RPG heavy like that one is, but I think that'll it'll probably be fun for her. Well, I thought when I when he put the trailer on a few minutes ago, um, I actually didn't. I forgot that it was like Star Wars related, and so I actually thought it kind of seemed similar to Skyrim and like um, Dishonored, like kind of together oh, yeah. where you're, yeah, um, and then. When they start doing the power thing, it reminded me more of Dishonored because it's, um, you know, like you're getting powers and learning how to become, I guess, who you are. Yeah, and um, in the panel, because there's no gameplay trailer yet, and people are pretty sure right. uh, E3 is when they're going to do it. But in the panel, they talk about stealth being a part of it, so it might mm. have some relation to Dishonored. And it said, like, choose your battles wisely, or some, some yeah. little snippet about that was on the panel. So mm. it might be one of those things where you can go, okay, I'm just going to do all stealth, or... I want to just run and gun, so. Yeah, and that's what I got from it too, because they kept saying that. Uh, what was it like? Trust no one. They said that multiple right. times, and like, kind of like with I know Dishonored. There's like times where you'll, I don't know, go somewhere and trust someone, and then you end up having to like kill your way yeah, out. Yeah, like hear conflicting things. Yeah. And... yeah, yeah. So interesting. Yeah, uh, while you're talking, I thought. So one thing I really like about Hitman is that it's really good at the stealth aspect. Like, there's a lot of, like, nuance with the things you can do. It's kind of guided, but it's got a lot of potential for different ways of accomplishing your goal. One thing that really sucks for Hitman is that when you switch over to being loud to accomplish your goal, obviously yeah. it's, you're kind of disadvantaged. They don't have a good gameplay for that perspective. I think if they can somehow mix those two very well, kind of like what Dishonored does, I think it'll be a very solid entry. Because I think there's some times where you want to play aggressive and... You don't want to be handicapped by doing so. I think that this is going to be more of a, they're going to design it around you going loud. And then the stealth is going to be more of like a secondary, just because I feel mm -hmm. like the main crowd is going to want to go loud and just use a lightsaber and go crazy. Yeah, that's true. Mm -hmm. So, which is, you know, that's one of the few gaming game play mechanics that we don't get enough of. Yeah. Uh, the director of God of War 3 is the director on this game, so people are excited. Yeah. Oh. And they had another line where they said something like, uh, we've heard some comparisons on the combat similar to Dark Souls, and those comparisons aren't wrong. So people are hoping mm. that this is going to be more like the God of War on PS4. But who okay. knows? Until we see the gameplay trailer, it's all just wild speculation. I mean, I would be down with having more options when it comes to, like, your arsenal of weapons and, like, uh, utilities versus it just being kind of like, here, you have a single gun and a single sword, a lightsaber or something like that. Like, a little more nuance would be mm -hmm. nice. And just customization so. in, like, a workshop or something where, like, you can customize your lightsaber to your playstyle or, like, you can add, like, a shield mm -hmm. to it or something, like a little shield guard that some have or... You can go dual wield or, you know, whatever. Like, take stuff yeah. from KOTOR and mesh it into more of a single player. Exactly. That's what I hope, too, because that's one thing that I always liked about Skyrim is that it was very customizable. Like, if you wanted, you know, like, light armor, heavy armor, depending on what style you wanted to do, if you um, wanted more fighting or uh, magic, etc. Like, it was very customizable. So I'm hoping this is like that because... I've never liked games that kind of pigeonhole you into one style. Yeah. Like Hitman, I don't like Hitman because I don't like doing stealth. Because you just keep dying. You're yeah. like losing. <laughs> yeah, like Rob said, like they didn't plan on you not being good at stealth. So it kind of falls apart mm -hmm. when you aren't good at stealth. Yeah. We'll see. And it's coming yeah. out soon. November so that's 15th. Cool. 15th or 12th. Whatever. Something. Matter. Yeah. Soon. That soon. week. Yeah. I'm not pre-ordering it. Um, I'm going to wait. I'm going to give it like a week or two to see if it even turns out good or if it's another misstep from ea 
So I don't know if you had planned <laughs> yeah. on pre-ordering it. I don't pre-order. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Man of principles sir. over here. Oh, I've been burned enough to I know. Eh, I'll keep my money until I'm ready to part with it. That's why Redbox is the best, because you can yep. rent it for three days for seven bucks. That and is then... true. <laughs> then if you really want to keep playing it, just go and buy it then. Yeah, exactly. Yep. That's the way to do it. So then the bigger news with the trailer coming out. So we're going to be going over that. The What was it? The Rise of the Skywalker? Rise of Skywalker or that... something? Yeah. Rise of the Skywalkers. I think it's the ducks. I think it's the Skywalkers. The uh, the Rise of Skywalker. Okay. Else, right? Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> I don't. I hope not. I feel my biggest thought on this trailer is I feel so bad for Abrams because it seems like he's just going and just undoing what Ryan Johnson yep. undid in Episode uh, Eight, like with the shot of uh, Kylo rebuilding his mask. I was like, fuck, that's. Like, such a wasted plot line that's going to have to come back because J.J. Abrams is like, no, he needs his fucking helmet. <laughs> I had an idea for this character and you just threw it away. I don't get why it wasn't just J.J. Abrams doing all of it. Because originally it was going to be a different director for each one. Yeah. But they couldn't... Wrong. <laughs> I can't I can't remember what the director's name for the this one was going to be, but he couldn't deliver a good enough script. Mm. They kept rejecting it. And so up until like a year ago... They didn't know who was going to be directing it. Jesus. So that's why they're like, well, we'll just bring JJ back. Well, why did they ever think that was a good idea to have a different same director? Because yeah. they thought that they could just get away with it because it's Star Wars and it'll just work. No, people want a cohesive uh, story. It yeah. would have been fine with different directors if they had the story all planned out yeah. from the get-go. And so you don't have a Ryan Johnson to just show up and just mess all these different plot lines. Mm-hmm. It's almost like with a trilogy, you want some sort of continuity. That's weird. Yeah. That's weird. Because <laughs> another thing I was thinking of, the big reveal at the end with the Palpatine laugh, Ooh. how I'm sure that's going to be him talking to Ray in the same vein that Luke is talking to Leia. Or, sorry, I got those names yeah. totally messed up. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think that Palpatine is going to be talking to Kylo the same way that Luke is talking to Rey. He's oh, going to okay. be, like, mentoring. And I feel like they're doing that because they wanted fucking Snoke to still be in this movie, kind of mentoring and being the Emperor. But they're like, well, fuck, don't have that anymore, so let's bring Palpatine in. <laughs> so I'm not sure if that's the ca- going to be the case. Okay. I think differently. So, um, well, you're wrong. Moving there was on. a Shut up. okay. That's all right. Moving on. <laughs> Moving on then. Uh, no, I, the, there's a lot of older books that were a part of the original. Uh, it was now uh, Star Wars yeah, Legends, yeah. the non-canon stuff. There was a lot of instances of Palpatine not being permanently dead and coming back. And I do, I do see the parallel between Luke and Yoda with Palpatine. But I think Palpatine, because he was so powerful, he may not have actually died in space. Uh, well, so okay, so. Right, I, th- I think that there's a potential he didn't actually die, but he's been stuck on that planet. Like he's been not been able to leave because maybe the planet was somehow inhabited, uninhabited, so he had no way of getting people off. I mean, you can get to the whole story crafting of well, he's a powerful Sith Lord; he could pull people to him. Yada yada yada. But I think it's like a plot device keeping him as the true mastermind behind everything would be a little more interesting, due to the fall of the Republic at that point in when he died. So I think it'd be interesting to see if he's truly dead or if he is more of like a an avatar of his former self, but not quite gone. I don't want them to pull out the plot twist of, oh, he was never dead to begin with, because I feel like that'd be very kind of shitty. 
I would rather them yeah, keep true. it just like, yeah, he's part of the force because even the Sith can fucking do that, especially when you're as powerful as Palpatine. That is true. I mean, there's always the other person. I mean, I don't know. They killed off Snoke after being in a film and a half. So at this point, anything's fair game. There maybe have to fall back to a, a something greater because I think it would, if they didn't fall back to somebody more powerful, Kylo's journey would be less valuable. Be more like an angsty kid like Anakin. Yeah, and I mean, like just being manipulated. So, and I think that that wasn't received well. It's, I don't think they wanted to like tread that. Path I again. think if anything, Kylo has gone further off the deep end than Anakin because Kylo's already gotten rid of his master, whereas Anakin was still glued to him throughout all the trilogies. All the trilogies that we saw, except for the very ending of Episode Six, whatever. But Kylo's already yeah. like past that point. He's already further down the dark side than Anakin. Ha- but he's not powerful. Ah, uh, he is though. I, um, I so. I don't, I don't want to make this into a power thing, uh, I guess, too much, but I, I just I feel like Anakin actually had true true power over the Force, whereas Kylo seems to be just more like I said, angsty teenager who does who has the potential, but is just more or less like able to overpower those others by manipulating. Well, I guess maybe that that, that could be a uh, form of power, a perspective of it. That yeah, that could be a form of power. I don't know. I I just feel like he, his character is a little bit more rougher than than the potential could be like in the film. I just think the second one screwed up his plot yeah. is his character development a huge amount. I think Han Solo getting killed by him, spoiler, uh, was, was good for his character, but I just think it didn't, it didn't go far enough with him. Yeah. Because episode eight doesn't really show much more of his progression. He just kind of like stagnates. I mean, I guess kind of with killing Snoke, but since yeah. we do, this is the first movie we see Snoke and he's barely in it. Like we don't know how much of an impact that's supposed to have. Like there's no weight, to the death of Snoke. Exactly. And that's I think part of the point. I think that's why they're going back to, to uh, Ian McDermott as Palpatine. I think he has much greater pull on the galaxy than I think we previously had. I think it's easier to pull from that character because he's so established. Yep. He was in six films. So I think that would be a little more credence to power than, than Snoke and, and the weakness and, and uh, Kylo. But we don't know. I mean, we still have days before it comes out. Days before what comes out? The movie. December. Oh. It's just being funny. A long time. Oh, okay. (laughs) I was like, is there another trailer? Humor is happening. I don't know. Hashtag, that's the joke. Yeah, I don't know. I'm interested. I'm excited. I think it's going to be a fun movie. It looks like you got a lot of the throwback characters. I am cautious, but I think it'll be fun. There's that one shot that has me the most excited is when they're in like this boring, burning forest. And Kylo's just storming through with the stormtrooper, oh, yeah. and he just grabs someone and just like slams them into the ground. I'm like, fuck, I want to see that. Because that reminds me a lot of the Old Republic trailers when that MMO was coming out, and there was the two Siths, and there was a scene very similar to that where they're like storming a forest, and it's just these Siths just mowing down these clone troopers, and it was fucking crazy. So I want to see that on the big screen. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm down for some really epic fights. I feel like uh, episodes. Eight had didn't have the best fights it could have had. The biggest one, obviously, being when Luke kind of sacrifices himself, more or less. That was a good set piece. But it wasn't a fight. Right. It was almost like no. I can't remember a single like. There was the throne room fight scene, yeah, but that even was then, cool. yeah, that was cool. But that was just that was that was like more like eye candy, like look at all this yeah. choreographed fun mm-hmm. stuff. But there's and not like murder. There's no like Empire Strikes Back, Luke versus Darth Vader, where it's just like pure emotion happening between two yeah. people. But hopefully we'll see that. Uh, there's the shot at the end where we see part of the Death Star. 
I'm assuming that's what Death it Star is. Death Star 2. Yeah. And so do you think that's where Palpatine's going to come into play? Like they found the planet where he supposedly fell onto and the Death Star kind of collapsed onto, Rob? Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's Death Star 2 from uh, Six. the sixth movie. Um, so it wasn't fully complete. So your 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 point about him being dead because of space would be totally valid. But yeah, I think that he's gonna be there. They're gonna be looking for something there, and he's gonna some form of him is gonna be yeah, there. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if like if anything, his spirit is there, or like you said, like an avatar, where it's like it looks like him, but it's physically not him. Like physically, he passed yeah. on when that happened, but he is stuck there. Yeah. yeah, and they could always, in some convoluted way that you know is believable because of Star Wars make him somehow influential over Snoke and maybe he was Snoke's number two because yeah. originally Snoke was meant to be someone who was older than he seems. He's been around longer than we know, mm-hmm. kind of like boogeyman character. And obviously cause they offed him so fast. I think they weren't able to fully flesh that out. Yeah. So we'll see. I am not excited to bring him back Rose though. Well, sh- I didn't see her yeah, in the, she's, she's on the cast. We she's like, well, yeah, she's on the cast, but I mean, whatever. I'm more curious because what I liked about this teaser trailer or whatever they were calling it, it didn't show much of the story. And so I'm going to try and avoid any other trailers from here on out. And so it looks like they're not doing a time jump, which is what everyone assumed that they would do to kind of handle the death of Carrie Fisher and the fact that the resistance has nobody left. So that I'm also really curious what they're going to do to try and make this story makes sense yeah they can make it uh, a far more personal movie though too in that respect that we're going to deal less with unfortunately larger set pieces larger fights Mm -hmm. because that the only people left are really the leaders of each group or the major uh, power people of the group and it seems like the majority of the people are that are named at least are resistance fighters yeah because i mean for the uh, first order we really just have hux kylo and Ghost Snoke and Ghost Emperor, I'm assuming. Interestingly, I just I was I'm on the Wikipedia page. It says next to Luke, uh, he vanished. I don't know if that's a, a mistake that he turned into a Force Ghost or something, but I wonder what that that's Some just a uh, bad denial. Yeah, I source. That yeah, he's not really dead. I saw something interesting on the Wikipedia page. There, um, they initially said that they weren't going to green screen Leia like they did with Rogue One and yeah. Tarkin. But her daughter, Billy Lord, who's actually in yeah. the trilogy, I didn't know that, mm-hmm. gave them the rights yeah. to do it. And so she might have more scenes than they initially planned. Hmm. But I thought it yeah. was interesting. I had no idea that that was Carrie Fisher's daughter. She's the blonde chick in... Lieutenant Connix. Yes. Oh, yeah. She was like yeah. in oh, in the beginning right. of episode eight, like you see her like getting the last ship off the planet. And she's part of the coup with um, Poe. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She has the, I forgot about not that. Leia buns, but she has, like, buns in her hair. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mi- mini buns. Yeah. So I thought that was a weird connection that I never would have known if I hadn't checked Wikipedia. So are we all excited for the trailer, for the movie? I think Madeline was actually saying, because she's kind of, like I said, like, not super keen on the fi- the previous film. Uh, she's actually very excited to go yeah. more about that. Well, no, I just thought it looked, it actually looked interesting where, um, I mean, the last movie, I couldn't even stay awake. Oh, my God. Sleep. <laughs> it was, yeah. Um, and then I just still can't get over. I know Robert thinks it's ridiculous, but to me in the original movies, like the stormtroopers, their outfits, oh their costumes looked more like, looked like they should have been 
in the movies today where the new stormtroopers, their outfits look like some kid, like you get at Party City during Halloween. Like they just <laughs> look so cheap. Yeah. I have a counterpoint to that. I, I talked to, I said about this. So I, I said in the first film, first trilogy, uh, sorry, the prequel trilogy, gotta say the right term. It makes sense if you look at it from that perspective because the Empire was growing in power, so they had more uh, influence and the ability to exert control and had more financial responsibility or uh, ability to do these things. So they could pay for all this stuff. Post episode six, they were crumbling and weakening. That's why they're the new order. And so they're basically like trying to rebuild from the ashes of the Empire. And so they can't afford the fancy stormtrooper outfits that got to do, you know, cheap facsimiles of the original deal. At least that's what I, that's what, that's my argument. At least I don't believe. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly haven't noticed that, so I have no feelings one way or the other on the costumes of the troopers. I always thought they just <laughs> yeah, looked like they were wearing plastic. Yeah, yeah like yeah. That's some it. kid. Yeah, yeah, on Halloween. Yeah, Rob, it's your turn on chess. Maybe it's because they're I like. Thought. I feel like when I picture them in the original trilogy, they look dirtier. So maybe because mm-hmm. they're so shiny yeah. and plasticky in the new ones, they just look stupid. You can tell that it's yeah. plastic. Yeah. Whereas if they were like, yeah, <laughs> battle-worn uniforms and whatnot, like, oh, okay, I believe it. I don't know. Like I said, it's ridiculous, but it's still, <laughs> when I watch it, sometimes I'm like, this looks so janky and fake. <laughs> it's very nitpicky, but I get it. I, <laughs> I get it. They have the budget for it. Yeah, exactly. That's my whole thing. I mean, they have. Oh, your perspective on the, Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's like they have, I mean, like. To shortcut that is just so weird to me. Like it um, indicates a bigger they do issue have the budget. with like you yeah. can care so little about these costumes when stormtroopers mm-hmm. are such an iconic thing in Star Wars. Exactly. I don't know. <laughs> CGI is expensive. So do we have any other thoughts on Star Wars? No, I'm excited. I just I wonder with the titling and everything else, where if they're going to keep this franchise alive because we are now going to be two trilogies separated from the OG trilogy. And I don't know how much value that story. Well, this have. is the end of the Skywalker story. That's what they keep saying. The saga. Yeah. The Skywalker saga. I, yeah, yeah. And that's fair. Yeah. Like, and then, but then to me, it, it makes me wonder, like there's a lot of potential for developing out the other, you know, the galaxy. People like to go see movies. I think a lot of times for the connection, the nostalgia, once we're done with the Skywalker trilogy, they have to build that up because nothing is really, touched anything else and aside from the games there were two like relevant announcements where bob Iger came out and said that they're going to be done with star wars for a while after this movie i thought he just said there won't be a star wars movie in 2020 he said there it's gonna be the last one for a while mm-hmm. so like no side stories mm-hmm. um and he's also bob Iger stepping down yes, in 2021 that's what I was say. he's also stepping down so hmm. kathleen kennedy is gonna take over is that they have Good. like she's she's talented succession plans in line apparently yeah. I just didn't read who it would be I don't think that they've announced who the no. new see there's no way that they would this no. early but yeah so this is the last Star Wars movie for a while Good I'm glad mm-hmm. I, I would rather yeah. they focus on making this one good and wrapping up stories and then giving it a break letting it breathe which I wish Marvel movies could do but that's a whole other topic. <laughs> Same, same Disney, they still want the money, and they know right now people aren't aren't fatigued yet. <sighs> They're not. So, I mean, I, I am. I, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I like comics, and I'm excited to see where Marvel goes. That being said, I think I'll be waiting going forward to see movies like you know matinees, maybe after they come out on DVD or Netflix. Well, 
Disney Plus, uh, which I'm not going to subscribe to. I think uh, out of principle, I just do not need another subscription thing to worry about. Yeah. Let's get off the Disney train for once Never. in our lives. Yeah. Okay. And let's talk about another movie. They own everything we can. They don't own they do. Pet Cemetery. What if they did? That is... I, they would <laughs> they throw would. it in they the garbage. They would not release it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's too rated R. <laughs> Disney's just going to start buying all these like properties that aren't family friendly just so that no one else can make mm-hmm. these movies so exist stop making rated yeah. r movies in general yeah so spoilers for this movie if you haven't seen it if you uh, don't know the plot of pet cemetery you're dumb go read a book Fuck. to be fair <laughs> i didn't know the plot until i saw the second trailer because i had never read the book and i'd never seen the original it's just been so long where it's it's like we talked about last week it's like if i spoiled usual suspects for anyone like you've had enough time to figure <laughs> it out Anyway, spoilers for this new movie, because they do change the story, so there are differences that can be spoiled. Barely. But still, things can be spoiled. Yeah. They did change a lot, though, from the book. Madeline just read the book, like, I think a month ago. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. She's got it fresh. Yeah. Semi-fresh, but yes. Again, yeah, I hadn't... We haven't watched the original still, so we're coming at this from just the perspective of this movie as it is no expectations of what the previous one did because on the reddit thread that i saw people that saw the original were pretty disappointed with how this one turned out i don't know if you guys feel the same yeah i was um because i read the book and then um the original i think is on hulu and so i watched the original um i mean i fell asleep for part of it because it was <laughs> like a really you know it's, i mean it's an older movie so Riveting. It's, uh, <laughs> yeah the acting and it's like a, a slow stuff burn right not, yeah, yeah um, but it no, it was way different, uh, this new one from the book. Because I felt like the original movie was more aligned, aligned with the book. Okay. And then this one came out, and from the trailer, I already knew that the little girl, like it, you knew she was going to die. And I was yeah. like, why would they change that, of all things? Because they wanted to make it different, I guess. If they didn't spoil yeah. that in the trailer, it could have been like an actually exciting scene of... Wait, it could have. Both kids yeah. are running out into the street. What's gonna happen? Double yeah. homicide. Yeah. Especially because if you knew the book or the older movie, you knew that the boy died, that mm-hmm. Gage died, mm-hmm. and so that's why I don't know why it seems nowadays movie um, they they uh, spoil the movies in the trailers all the time. Like they give way too much. Like Jurassic mm-hmm. Park, you know, like they show the the last Jurassic Park, they showed the. That what the sphere going over the hill, um, the cliff, and it's like I don't know why they do that because it would make a better movie if you didn't spoil it so much. Who know? We've talked about that. I don't know how many times. It's frustrating. I don't get it. Yeah. Because yeah, if I didn't see that second trailer, I would have had no idea what I was getting into with Pet Cemetery. Like I did not know that it was about bringing back people. Yeah. You think about pets? I yeah something. Because Pet Cemetery and like it, in the first trailer, it shows like the creepy kids marching in the woods. So like mm-hmm. that, I that would have been my guess. Yeah. By the way, they tried to make that that thing in the movie so creepy, and it was like the most wholesome thing of the movie. They're like going to bury their dead animal in a cemetery with all everybody else's like favorite animals, and that was like the least creepy thing. Even the masks were like, yeah, these these kids made these the masks. The score whatever. was pretty creepy, and that's probably my favorite thing about this movie is the yes. score was pretty top notch. But yeah, I would agree with that. I yeah. thought that those kids were going to be a bigger part of the movie just based on the trailer. That yeah, same here because I remember in the trailer there was a scene where it's like, you know, when you bring someone back, like you 
bring much more with it, like more comeback. I don't know yeah, the yeah. exact wording. So that's what I thought too. I thought those kids like were somehow there's, I don't know, were somehow brought back once someone was brought back. Yeah. I thought mm-hmm. like it was, they kept repeating this phrase of like uh, the barriers breaking. And so I was expecting like mm-hmm. all these dead people to start coming back and all these creatures to start showing up. But no, very contained. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Were you entertained by the movie, Britt? Sometimes. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not a horror movie person. And there were moments that got me because jump scares. I thought it was really cheesy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I didn't love it. So the jump scare thing with the, tr- the truck, I was like, that's such an easy jump scare that like is so unrealistic. Yeah. Yep. You would hear the truck coming. I, like That's but, a massive, massive truck. But to be fair, <laughs> to be fair. I, in the book... That's like it. That's how it was. Like it was literally like, like I, cause I could picture it in my head in the book. Like before, you know, I saw the movie. Like where it's like, literally, like they would go up to the street and then out of nowhere, like the truck would come by. Mm-hmm. Like and it was weird in the book too. I'm like, well, how would you not hear a freaking semi coming like on a dirt road out in the middle of nowhere? Yeah, and like where there's no other, you know, ambient sound around. Um, but it. Uh, and why would so why that would I a get. truck be driving this shitty dirt road? They talk more about that okay. in the book. The company, what does it start with an O? Or, or, yeah, okay. they talk about that. That um, Yeah. Yeah. They, it would have been nice if they touched on that in this movie because I was just like, this doesn't make sense, but okay, I'll move past it. And then I know in the book, Judd's wife was still alive. Because that was like, that to me was a better plot point than, because I don't know, did you guys read the book? Or probably nope. if you had, it was a long time ago. <laughs> I haven't read no. it. Um, well, if you don't mind, I can give a spoiler. Um yeah, so in the book, uh, Judd's wife is alive, and she um, has, like, horrible rheumatoid arthritis. And so she doesn't get out much, and, um, you know, Lewis and Judd become friends, and then the wife and the other wife become friends. And um, in the book, what happens is uh, they're over at the house, and the, she literally has a heart attack. And so um, Dr. Creed's able to save her, and that's why then when the cat, the family, the daughter and the son and the mom go to her parents' house because um, Creed and the father-in-law don't get along at all. And so while he's there, that's when the cat dies. And that's when Judd's like, hey, I want to repay you because you brought something. You gave mm. something back to me, so I want to give something back to you. So I thought that would have been somehow fitting something like that and would have been a better Yeah, that already sounds for the like movie. more believable than just in the movie. Yeah. Judd's like, I really like Ellie. She's a sweet girl. Let me show you how to yeah. resurrect her cat. <laughs> yeah exactly and that's why because yeah because even in the book it goes on further like after the cat comes back and then when the son dies like he's like i should have never showed you that place like i just was really trying to, i'm so sorry like i just wanted to repay you because you brought my wife back does the book touch yeah. on the sister much because that's what i kept hearing about the yeah the original movie like the sister was much creepier in the original yeah movie. so the book it talks a lot about the sister and it was a completely different. So like the mom was the same thing happened where she, her sister had, they talked about her having spinal meningitis and like, she was basically like all twisted up and um, she would just scream in the house all the time. And then um, the wife talks about how um, she felt like, there were points where her sister just would do things because she hated all of them. And like, she would wet the bed, even though they'd ask her, Hey, do you need to use the bathroom? And then her parents left one night and the sister died. She went up to feed her. And then in feeding her, she started choking 
And so, like, the sister's choking, and then she's, like, smacking her. I think she's talked about smacking her on the back. And then once the sister dies, she literally runs out of the house screaming, Zelda's dead, Zelda's dead, Zelda's dead. Um, and then, like, sits in front of a tree, like, she's, and then she talks about in the book, like, I don't know if I was smiling or, you know, crying. She's like, but I just was screaming, Zelda's dead. And, um, and then, like, the neighbors come out, and, yeah. It's um so it's just a different and then she always feels guilty and she's so anti death like the scene in the movie where they're talking to Ellie about death in the book it's like this huge fight between them because she's like doesn't want to talk about death because like her parents never um like after her sister died it was like never talked about it was like their dirty little secret they called mm -hmm. it um Jeez. like her sister so it was just a different completely different storyline I guess huh. Which I thought the book was really good. Which I, mean, I guess you say that about most, uh, you know, books versus movies. Yeah, because it just gives so much more character depth than you can really get inside them. Whereas this movie, mm -hmm. I felt like I didn't know really anybody. Yeah. I knew that the wife was very upset about her dead sister and she felt guilty mm -hmm. for it. Other than that, I don't know what her relationship was like with her parents or if her and Creed had a great relationship. Like they kind of touched on it with mm -hmm. that's why they moved there. But... Mm -hmm. They didn't really have many one-on-one -on -one talks other than talking about the dead cat. To me... Yeah. Sorry. It felt like very no. rushed to get the story started, and they didn't allow mm -hmm. us to get to know the characters. So it felt rushed, and then it felt just very slow to get to, like, Ellie dying. The point. And then once yeah. she died, it felt very rushed again. Yeah. Well, it's it's weird, too, like, how they bring some things in from the book, like... So in the book, when they first pull up to the house, like, he can't find the keys, right? And then they're all, like, they get in this fight because, like, he can't find the keys to the house. And then, um, like, Gage gets stung by a bee and Ellie falls off, like, um, a tire swing. And so it's just weird how they brought in, like, she goes back over to the pet cemetery and then gets, like, falls down. You think she hurts her ankle, but then it's a bee sting. Mm -hmm. uh, so it's just weird how. They just jigsawed this book yeah. and made it fit their version of the story like they didn't really have gauge do anything so they just gave it all to ellie yeah 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 and that's what so that's the biggest thing i thought that was in the book that was way better is because you know gauge dies but then also lewis talks a lot in the book about how much he loves his son and how you know you love both your kids but like he talks about like this connection like my boy like he always is talking about like my son my boy and just this connection that he has with him and like in one of the scenes before he you know gets um killed it's like they're ellie and the mom are somewhere and he's like flying a kite with his son and you could just you he's like standing behind his son and just like kind of admiring like his son and how much he loves his son and um just the different connection kind of that he has with his son um so that's why when he died it was so much more um I guess believable that he like wanted to bring his son back because he was so distraught about it because that was like his son you know I guess like not it, it was never talked about like his relationship with Ellie like he loved his daughter but it, it really went into him and his son yeah. Mm -hmm. because yeah when his son is going to be the one that's dying like yeah you should make mm -hmm. it like yeah he has this huge connection yeah. but again in the movie yeah. you don't really see them interact you see them at dinner once with ellie like dancing mm -hmm. for him and it's like okay that's cute but that just seems like another like it just seems like a family like yeah i, I feel like also they just shot a bunch more film that we didn't see probably because there was a, a couple sp scenes with the father-in-law oh good good job oh, wait did i get you yeah i, I was hoping you would hell see yeah <laughs> uh <laughs> uh 
there's a bunch of scenes of like the father-in-law looking at Lewis like they've they've had discussions like they want they've had discussions very recently and like looking at each other for acknowledgement and like they don't say anything in the entire film. Yeah. Like there's been mul- there's like multiple scenes and it's like the fuck is that? Like you're you're you've been married for long enough where you've got two kids and you're celebrating this girl's ninth birthday and you, you there's not a single bit of dialogue between those two characters. That seems weird. Yeah, like they just had to fill the role of the in-laws, mm, but dad. they were like, yeah, we don't want to bother writing anything for you. We don't want to build that relationship. And it's like, it's probably important. We should probably know how they feel about their dead daughter. And we see you at the mm-hmm. funeral. Like, maybe you should talk and tell us how you feel. But yeah. Yeah. Like some sense of like, but like uh, familiarity with the situation and, and like trying to help them work through it. But they, they, they have a relationship, right? In the book. They, 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 they hate each other. Like yeah. they, cause uh, they always like Lewis or um, the step, the father-in-law, sorry. Uh, father-in-law tried to wrote him a blank check. I believe, I don't know if it was blank, but it was a, a check to basically like, don't marry my, my daughter. Like, oh, and sure. um, that's why they like hate each other, have such disdain for each other. Cool. And then even in the book, yeah, I know. At the funeral, they get in a fight because the father-in-law is like, this is your fault. How could you not watch your fucking son? <laughs> like, um, you basically, it's your fault that he's dead. And they get in a fight and then father-in-law, like, knocks out Lewis and then the coffin falls over. <laughs> and, like, you know, like, breaks and it then, like, yeah. everyone, you know, loses it. And that's another thing in the book that I thought would have been a better plot point for the movie because in the movie, the wife was the one who said, I don't want to be here. I want to go. Like, I want to, I need to be away from here. Mm-hmm. And then in the book, it was Lewis because he was planning this, right? Like all this in his head, he was planning about bringing because she didn't know about the pet cemetery. Um, he was planning on bringing, um, you know, his kid back. And so in the book, he says, "Hey, I want you." No, I need. He forces them to go to the in-laws and said, "I'll be there shortly. I have to finish up some things here." And she's like, "I don't think I should leave. Like, I don't think we should go. We need to stay together." Um, and he's like, "No, I. You guys need to go. We don't need to be here." Um, so it's just a. I don't know. I thought that was a better plot point because you would think that that's what he would be doing. It wouldn't be the wife because then the wife saying, oh, no, we're going to go. It mm-hmm. kind of makes it all seem so lined everything convenient. up. Yeah, yeah. Impromptu. Yeah. Whereas in the book, yeah. it was, it's not like a sinister aspect, but it's just very deliberate. And like he's mm-hmm. kind of he understands the consequences of what he's doing. But the grief is so much that he's doing yeah. it anyways, at least in the book. But in the movie. Yeah. You kind of see he does a weird little growl at the end when he's burying her, and that's very humorous. (laughs) (laughs) Meh. I thought it was fine. I, again, I feel like if I had seen or read the book, I would have disliked it a lot more. But just (laughs) as taking this movie as it is, it was like the story's kind of whatever. It had a very kind of cheesy ending like cheesy horror mm-hmm. like oh my god it's a family yeah. of zombies mm-hmm. oh that's something else i want to touch on so like i was earlier i talked about the, the the truck stuff like how it just like it just it was like jarring it didn't really like lend itself well to the kind of the, what the, i think the movie was going for to go along with that it seemed like like part of the way through the movie it kind of shifted on what kind of movie it was trying to be yeah. it went from being like a jump scare movie to more thrilling yeah. by using like uh, victor the the dead kid Using him as more like a uh, more like a, a a spirit that was haunt that was tell- warning him, and he wasn't really jumpy. He just kind of would appear mm-hmm. in normal things. It wasn't as scary. Or with uh, this sister that died, like it it you you knew it was coming. Like it had there was like markers, like the sounds in the ceiling, and it was less jump scary. There was a couple that were like the do- the, the 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 
dumbwaiter following the first time mm-hmm. you know we experienced it as film goers but it seemed like it shifted from what kind of movie it wanted to be and then it shifted back to being a jump scare i like it's almost like good i was just gonna say i felt like after he resurrected ellie it just stopped being a jump scare movie like altogether like it wasn't a horror movie it was just a thriller or borderline slasher movie so i wasn't yeah, i wasn't fair. really scared after ellie died i can't remember who it was i think it was michelle she brought up how funny it was that the mom just like drop kicked the daughter when she was trying to stab her and like she was like it was really cool to watch them like make the daughter like seem so strong as a zombie but then remind you she's still a little girl when the mom just like drop kicks her across the room Mm -hmm. it was really funny yeah yeah and that's i think that's why it would have been more interesting to see the the son be the slasher versus the 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 older daughter because the older daughter has like this you know more you're nine you have a little more physicality versus i think what gauge is three or four so he's seeing in a crib still, a so he's like maybe two. Yeah, they don't really specify in what, the movie. How old is he in the book? He was like, he's, I think, four. Yeah, I, think he's well, I don't even know if he's four because he doesn't. It's I, still the concept. Yeah, yeah. So they're like him, him, kill, him killing Judd and slashing his Achilles versus a nine-year-old doing it. It's got more uncomfortableness to it yeah. than, than that. And that's not really a problem yeah. with the way this went, it went as a film. I think there's other problems with it besides this, but I think that would have been more... Uh, not stressful, but it's just more of an interesting, creepy. scary. Yeah. Well, yeah. the daughter did do a great job being creepy at yeah. some points. She, I was like, I was uncomfortable at certain spots. I'm like, oh, yeah. Okay. Just the first night, first night that he brings her back and they're lying in bed. I was like, yeah. I don't like this. <laughs> this is bad. Oh, even her eye. Yeah. Her eye was all like yeah. effed up on the her mm-hmm. uh, her right eye. I'm like, I, she, she's something wrong with her. There's, yeah. There's something wrong here. <laughs> well, that's like because in the I want to say in the book, like he never even really like sees his son because the son basically comes because in the uh book the woods actually talk to like um judd and they like and that's why he tries to stay up to um make sure lewis doesn't leave that night to go to the graveyard you can hear like the woods like saying don't um you know like don't meddle in this like this is none of your business um if you you know keep trying to meddle in this like something you know bad's gonna happen to you and so i thought that was a neat point because like with the whole breaking the barrier because it didn't really talk about in the, like in the uh, movie, like, so what bear, nothing happened. What, so why was it such this Pascal kept coming back and saying, don't break the barrier. And then the barrier's broken. And then like nothing really happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. We see a shadow of like a Wendigo and that's kind of the only yeah. hint that something is off, but doesn't matter because a zombie family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Zombie fam. Yeah. Yeah. So meh whatever movie i wasn't yeah. like upset like oh i'm leaving the theater now but yeah i was expecting more from this kind of classic horror story but that's what happens when you got remakes and reboots it's they're always just going to get more and more watered down yeah i would say this is probably the worst of the stephen king films i've seen recently rip like in the last like 10 or 15 years not not you know recently in the last couple rip. years yeah that just i don't know gives the it remakes such a testament to how much they care about that movie and how good that a Stephen King movie yeah. in modern times can be if they give a shit. Yeah. I mean, Mist was the Mist was good, relatively good. I don't know. I just feel like they could have put more time and a little more effort into it and it would have been a, a much more enjoyable experience. Probably, probably the best way I could put it. So out of 10 Dead Cats, 10 John Lithgow's. John Lithgow. I did. He was good. I love John. He was really good. He was fine. It's just I feel like his character was so neutered that he couldn't really act. Yeah, yeah. 
That's fair. That's very fair, actually. I just love John Lithgow. Yeah, he's great. It's just he wasn't acting in this I know, movie. But as a person. <laughs> that's probably just who he is now. He's old and tired. He's just going to live in a cabin. Creepy old man uh, that come to a hangs out with nine-year-olds. Uh, I know. Oh, well, he's, just be, he's just being a grandpa. Yeah. He didn't do anything well, weird. Make it weird. And let's, but let's bring up... Sorry. Um, <laughs> got so heated, you yeah. lost connection. I know, because I, well, no, I forgot about that part. Like, what kind of mom, you're walking, you find your daughter in the middle of the forest in a pet cemetery. There's some creepy-ass old man, like, touching your, your yeah. daughter's on the ground. Okay, I'm just saying. That's, okay, so the, I, I thought of that, but I was also thinking, okay, that's more of our, our, like, current state of being, like, overly protective Isn't of that, things. this is a current movie though like it yeah, wasn't they in. had cell that phones is the, I, that is fair i kind of fair. read her like body language as being very uncomfortable with it but not wanting mm-hmm. to like say anything because they're neighbors and yeah so like she was like yeah. ellie we really have to go and like putting her arms around her and then like i felt like she didn't want to be yeah. rude by accusing him of something but she was also seemed very uncomfortable i feel like there should have been a line at least like I don't want to see you alone with my daughter again. Yeah. Like, this is kind of weird. Yeah, yeah but they don't have time well, for that. Yeah. They got to jump scare Especially because they didn't need... That seemed like that was the first time they've ever met. It was. So then mm-hmm. How did she know? <laughs> yeah, so, I mean... So out of 10, yeah. John Lithgow's... Uh, I can go first. I'd probably go like a four. I'm meh. I don't want to see it again. Yeah. It was It was a well-shot, well-scored movie, but the story was kind of all over the place and none of the acting performances kind of stood out to me. Solid four. There you go. I, I, I'm inclined to agree with that. I think four is probably a very good number to give it. I don't think it needs to five. I don't think it's quite a three. It's a very generous I will score say, for this movie. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I, do, I do think that the, the daughter, the actress that played her, did a pretty decent job of being like a creepy kid, but most kids are creepy when they're young. So yeah, <laughs> Most you know, kids are creepy, yes. Uh, if I see any nine-year-old, yes. I'm going to start screaming. Uh-huh. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Madeline, are you going to give it that three? I was gonna say yeah, like a. That's what I was gonna Ooh. say a three is mm-hmm. spicy. Or I know she has the context behind it. Yeah, it was. Robert kept yelling at me in the movie out because I'd be like, I didn't. What at one point I would, wouldn't even say anything, but he just just stop. It's a, just watch the movie. It's 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 the it's the Harry Potter phenomenon. You you really like recently are aware of the storyline, and you I could tell I look, I could see out of the corner of my eye she's like getting frustrated because the <laughs> film isn't doing what she's expecting, and I'm like, stop, just let me let me enjoy this train wreck. <laughs> no, but they're doing it wrong, Rob. Is that what it was yeah, like watching? I, I know. Fantastic Beasts with me. Kind of. Okay. Fantastic Beasts two, right? Yes. Uh huh. That yeah, monstrosity. Okay. That was that was a movie. Yeah, I'll give it a four. Okay, three and a half, four, because I just did not care about it. Yeah, that's fine. It's yeah. yeah. I, I will feel say I think the mom was the only good adult actor. Yep. She was the best performance. I feel like. Yeah. But she, I looked Believable. at her IMDb, and it's pretty much all just horror movies. That's yeah. kind of her her thing, her, thing, her mm-hmm. career, which is fine. So, Oof. I guess that'll do it for this episode. Thanks for listening. Thanks, Madeline, for being on. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Yeah. You're always welcome. Always welcome. Uh, I don't know what we're going to talk about next week. I know Hellboy came out, but earlier views are it's pretty... M- 13% on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, boy. <laughs> I don't... I'm not that desperate. <laughs> we'll find something else to talk about. So, yeah, we'll talk about something else. Um, we'll be back. We got a couple more episodes till big old 200. So... Start getting excited for that. If you have any games you want us to play, you can send them over to chess underscore talk on Twitter, or you can email chesstalkpodcast at gmail.com. We have the website chesstalk.podbean.com on iTunes and Spotify and everything. So 
give us a rating, give us a download, and that's all I got to say. Bye. Bye. Bye.